Welcome to our podcast. I'm Mia. And I'm Vincent. And this is our journey into the ethical non-monogamous lifestyle. And we hope you'll join us for the ride. We're on Instagram as Room For More Podcast. And also Twitter, Room For More One. And we're on fabswingers.com as Room For More Podcast. So please get in touch with us because we'd love to hear from anyone who wants to talk to us. Hi and welcome to episode five of the Room For More podcast. Hi, I'm Vincent. It's great to be back. Um, and we're going to be talking to you today about FFMs. Yeah, so we've we've decided to go a little bit more in detail um, about FFMs because in our last episode we were talking about threesomes with two guys. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about threesomes with two women and one guy in this episode. Yeah, and uh, all the different sexy, um, unexpected adventures that, that we had. So FFMs are... Female, female, male. Yeah. Um, and I guess uh, when we first started, it was like many couples. Um, our fantasy was to play with a woman because many couples find the idea of two women playing together. I think it's very hot for the guy and maybe quite a lot of women are bisexual or they want to explore their bisexuality or their bisite. Mm. And that was the case for us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We wanted to explore that. Um, but it's much harder to find... Um, a woman to play in that kind of scenario so it's pretty easy to get a male male female meet of course um, but it's it's pretty hard to find that that you know elusive uh, mythical creature that we call a unicorn yeah and the reason they're called unicorns in the swinger world is because they are very very difficult to find um, so I guess early on we were quite lucky we got in touch um, with a lovely woman I think she got in touch with us first hmm. And we decided to meet her. She got in touch with me and it was she and I who did most of the chatting at the beginning. And I arranged to meet her for a coffee after a yoga practice one morning. So we had an early morning coffee meet and we'll call her Claire. Mm-hmm. Because obviously we're not giving anyone's names here or anyone's identities or anything. And uh, she and I got on very, very well. She was very nice. She was small, petite, dark very natural kind of person didn't wear makeup which i quite like actually yeah um quite confident in herself and professional very well educated and she she's she had a couple's profile this was the thing but she said her boyfriend didn't want to be part of it it was but he was happy enough for her to to explore on her own yeah so she she was kind of looking for a bull i think you know that 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 was one of the things she was looking for a bull to set her, which is a pretty common thing, really, you know. Um, and for people who don't understand what a bull is in the lifestyle, mm. um, a bull usually means someone who will come in and dominate the woman. Yeah. But in this case, because we were already a couple, that's I didn't get the impression that's what she wanted. She wanted to be dominated by a bull in the scenario of her boyfriend. But yeah. with us, it was different. That wasn't what she wanted. Yeah. She did say that she wanted to be shared by a couple to us when you were talking to her. Yeah, that was her biggest fantasy. It was um, that she was going to be brought in kind of and I suppose to see the relationship from the inside. That's Mm. what she was really interested in. Uh, She was curious about that. Obviously the sex as well, but she wanted to see how we were together, um, which was unusual, I thought. Yeah, and I guess people 
are kind of uh, curious as to how you know relationships work you know i guess maybe you know if they're if they're single they they like to know how what it's like for for a couple how that uh, dynamic works and maybe be a little bit of a part of that maybe maybe I yeah suppose. it's hard to know but um yeah so we got on very well and uh, she said she would definitely be interested in meeting you it's shown her face pics of you and she thought you were lovely and she was very interested in meeting for a drink a click drink is what we call it <laughs> so yeah so um yeah we kind of agreed on one evening in a local uh, hotel where where she had a, a room booked as well yeah she, she was staying in this hotel in, in our area on this particular night so she asked us would we might eat her in the bar um so yeah so we went along and again we didn't really have any major kind of expectations as to how it would go it was a social drink and just to see what the chemistry was like you know have a bit of a chat and then just see how the evening progressed mm. and it was it was uh, quite interesting because when we came in and, and we introduced herself and she was lovely and she was very charming she immediately asked my opinion about a guy at the bar and said that while she'd been waiting on her own the guy had bought her a drink what did I think of him and he just looked like a normal guy I said mm. he looks fine I wasn't really sure why she was asking me and yeah, she she then said that she had messaged her boyfriend about this drink that this guy had sent her way, sent to her table. And the boyfriend had suggested that she slip the guy at the bar her phone number. And she asked my opinion on that. Yeah. Which I thought was a bit bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose all the way along through this kind of story, there are, you know, red flags here and there, which... As kind of newbies, we didn't really spot, and we probably would do now, you know, being a bit a bit more experienced. But that was one of the first ones, really, was we were kind of a little bit kind of not taken aback, but surprised that, you know, when you meet somebody, you expect to be their kind of centre of attention, I suppose. And she was immediately kind of concerned about how she might give her number to this random guy at a bar, um, which she did. She, she, she scribbled it down on a piece of paper and tore it off and said... I'm just going to nip to the toilet and drop this in his lap as I go past. And we kind of looked around as she did. And sure enough, she, she dropped in his lap and went off to the toilet and came back again. Yeah. So it was a bit weird. But it was a bit weird, but, you know, we thought, whatever. That's, that's cool, yeah. That's fine. That's her deal. And so we kept chatting. And you and she got on very well as well. Um, You had a lot in common. Yeah, we got on very well. We were uh, talking about, you know, kind of movies we liked as kids and really, you know, lots of interests that we shared in common. So, yeah, I was very attracted to her. She was lovely and, you know, very engaging and the kind of person that we, you know, that you'd happily chat to mm. in a bar, you know, and just very easy to, to get on with. But I suppose as the kind of the evening went on, we noticed that she was checking her phone more and more. Like the phone became a big part of the kind of the conversation at the table. It wasn't even that she was checking it. It was that she was actually texting all the time. Yeah. So she immediately, or very quickly, she started talking about the other guy. The who, boyfriend. Yeah, who, who turned out to be married um, at home with his family, um, who was messaging her pretty much the whole time. Um, and, and, she, and we didn't mind, you know, I think she was concerned that we might be judgmental because he was married and she was in a relationship with a married guy and mm. we weren't because really all. it didn't make any difference to us whatsoever no and it's none of our concern you know we don't judge people because of stuff like that you just don't know what people's situations are so we didn't say anything about that no um and then she insisted on showing me pictures of him and uh, yeah, what did you think of him and was he you know 
how pretty is he and all this kind of stuff and yeah how good looking is he and yeah and how clever he was and you know she was obviously crazy about him Mm. you know and it was very obvious that you know she was really really into this guy and she was crazy about him so you know it was kind of odd i suppose looking back that she was meeting us on her own and that he wasn't there in some kind of form Mm. um but I, i suppose this is why she was keeping the contact going with the texting the whole time um, so it went fine. We had a few drinks and then at her suggestion, we went up to the room mm-hmm. and we were all getting on really well by the stage. We'd all had a few drinks. Um, so we went up in the lift um, together and yeah, yeah it, it was, was pretty exciting. Yeah, it was very, very hot because yeah. we, we were all kind of anticipating what might happen. And we did say to her, look, there's no pressure. Don't feel that you have to play with us or anything um, because we're very new to this and we don't know mm. what to expect either. So we went into the room and um, I sat down in the bed beside her and um, she had a kind of a double bed and then a single bed. So we, we sat down on the double bed and you went to the toilet, first of all, and she immediately kind of leaned over and started uh, kissing me. And so you came out and started um, getting involved. Then we, we noticed on the other bed, on the single bed kind of facing us, that there was an iPad set up and, and she asked us, is it OK if I start recording? Um, and again, that was another kind of red flag that I think we would definitely would have done something differently had we known a little bit more. And I suppose she explained to us that her boyfriend uh, was a voyeur. So what he really wanted to do was to watch her. Mm. Um, but he couldn't be there because he was at home with his wife and family. Yeah. So this was her way of involving him. You know, which is fine if we had consented to this from the very beginning, if she had mentioned this to me when we first met or even at the bar when we were downstairs. But at no stage had she said, look, guys, you know, will you be up um, for being recorded because he really wants to be involved and he wants to see me. And and she obviously had this pre-planned because it was sitting on the bed waiting uh, with the right angle on the bed, all all waiting to be filmed. So and being the newbies that we were, we were like, yeah, sure, switch it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did have my concerns because mm. you know, looking back now retrospectively, that could have been going live. Yeah, we could have been up on Facebook yeah. live. Facebook, Facebook live. Here's me and Vincent, volume two. You know, we we both said to her, look, just make sure that our faces aren't. Um, to be seen and I don't think there's any way you could do that really Uh, I mean we tried to angle it so that it was facing down so you couldn't really see our faces Mm. and when we were towards the iPad that was filming then we always kind of had our backs to it yeah so we were quite conscious but you know you can't be sure completely that you're you're not being your face isn't being recorded exactly yeah so Um, but anyway at the time we didn't know that so she switched on and I took a little bit of a back seat at the start. Um, you know, I sat and watched you two kissing, and it was really hot. You know, she was a very attractive woman. And yeah, then, she was small, petite, mm, um, lo- lovely body. Yeah, I, I remember she had lovely tattoos. Yeah, you kind of undressing each other, and you know, kind of you know kneeling, facing each other with your boobs kind of rubbing together and kissing, and very, you know, the way women kiss is lovely. It's very kind of sensual. It's very erotic. Much more intimate than, you know, I think when, you know, we were talking about MMFs, you know, last week and the kind of byplay is different uh, between men and women. Um, and certainly the byplay between women, for me anyway, it seems to be a lot more intimate and erotic and... Um, Sensual. Yeah, very passionate, yeah. So mm. whereas guys, in my experience anyway, they, they tend to focus more on the cock. So it's more about the interest and the excitement. It's more about playing with another cock. 
you know, more so than kissing. Um, although I've I've been in that situation too. But I mean, certainly with women and what I saw was really, really sensual and exciting. Seeing you two kissing and sucking each other's tongues and exploring each other's body. It was it was really, really lovely to watch. Yeah, I think women seem to enjoy kissing each other more when they're involved with another woman. In mm. my experience, and I don't have a huge amount of experience, but for me personally, I find kissing is really important to turn me on. And yeah. it's, it's part of the whole erotic zone. Yeah. Um, so if somebody is a good kisser and Claire was a lovely kisser and um, her body was soft and, you know, kissing a woman is different to kissing a man because they're not, I suppose, maybe as strong. So they're not going to kiss you as strongly. So they're softer. You know, they they don't necessarily want to lead the whole time. Sometimes you might be the one putting the tongue in their mouth or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it is very, very sensual. It's very different. Kissing a woman is completely different to kissing a man. Yeah. And certainly, you know, it's, it, you know, it leads to that kind of passion because it's the main way that you connect with someone physically, really. Or f- for me anyway, you know, the kiss is that major kind of connection that you have with them. Um, you know, we talked about the kiss test and the last one and loads of people have gotten started saying, I either do that or I'm going to try doing that. But certainly it's that way of connecting with another person. Yeah, that you can and feel the you, chemistry kind of between yeah. you. And you guys were certainly connecting pretty well in the bed. We were. And um, yeah, then yeah, I remember you kind of unbuttoning jeans and pulling them down and she was wearing lovely knickers. Um yeah, it was it was it was really nice to watch. And then you got involved. You were kissing. You were kissing both of us then, and it was nice. We had a three way kind of kissing thing going on. Yeah, which is lovely. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. had both our asses, I think, in your hands. Yeah. I'm an ass man, so yeah, <laughs> definitely going for that. But lovely, kind of all hands, kind of exploring each other's bodies, and no no rush to kind of move on to the next phase. Just kind of enjoying enjoying the moment and mm. en- enjoying feeling each other. It was going well and then she she kind of stopped and said, look, I don't think it was either the iPad was recording properly or there was something, there was some problem with it. She was getting texts on her phone, which mm. was left beside the bed. And so she picked up, she stopped everything and picked up the phone and said, look, I'm just going to text him. Do you mind if I text him? You know, he just wants to know what's going on. And we said, yeah, sure, if you want to text him. Mm. You know, we wanted to make sure that she was comfortable because, yeah, you I- know, we wanted to make her feel comfortable and not that in any way that we were taking advantage of her or pressurizing her. So our concern was that she was number one and that she felt that she could stop at any time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so so the phone became more of a part of what was happening, you know, because she brought the phone over to the bed with her um, and, you know, her texting became, you know, more and more frequent, I guess, as things progressed with us. Um, and again, it went back to the two of you kind of kissing and, and playing with each other. You got naked and... Um, and I, I remember going down on This her. was one of your first experiences going down on another woman. And I was really nervous beforehand. I remember asking you, how do you, how do you go down on a woman? How yeah. do you know if you're doing the right thing? Ask the expert, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I did yeah. ask you and I also asked um, one of the other guys that I played with before who I felt was very good, Johnny, mm. in, in the threesome that we'd had. Mm. And I, I asked his advice as well. And he and you both kind of said, you know, basically follow her lead. If yeah. she's making a lot of noises, you know, she's enjoying it, you know. And I remember Googling it as well, like a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because I was quite nervous, you know, I, you know, I know my own body, but I don't know how another woman yeah. might feel. 
and there's maybe an expectation that another woman will know automatically what to do because yeah. you're a woman you yeah know? well it's kind of like that with guys i would imagine that you know you assume you know how to give good head because you're a guy yeah no true yeah yeah i i had to get a bit of practice in before it started working but, yeah, yeah so so I did and, and it was going really well and I was really pleased with myself mm. <laughs> and she was on the phone actually at this stage she mm. she took a call or she called the boyfriend to give him running commentary on what was happening yeah so right now Mia is going down on me and she's making me really hot and blah 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 yeah and it it kind of broke the whole atmosphere a little mm. bit it it just it just didn't feel right you know it I didn't did. mind her doing this I really didn't mind her talking to the guy but it, it was just difficult because it's it was hard for us to concentrate yeah well we didn't feel that she was fully with us you no know, that she was with someone else and trying to keep someone else happy you know yeah as as it turned out yeah that was very obvious yeah so then I you know where it started to go a little bit kind of pear-shaped was you know she was giving the running commentary and then the running commentary changed from you know me is going down and me to um I'm going to uh, go down and Vincent and you know obviously I was I was naked at this point and she she started to suck my cock and it was it was really good and I was getting super horny and I was watching and I was getting so horny it was really nice um she really enjoyed it and I think it was at this point that the phone started beeping furiously. Yeah. Um, she was still kind of trying to give him running commentary in between having a mouthful of your cock. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty full, I suppose. So, yeah, she wasn't able to fully tell him the whole story. But he got enough of the gist that he, he started getting a little bit uncomfortable with the whole thing. And, and then it progressed to we were then going to have sex. You know, that was the next thing. Yeah, it was the next step. And that's when he kind of intervened and... Well, she kind of stopped and said, look, you know, we're going to need to just take a break for a minute because he's not happy. Um, so we all kind of sat back and said, OK, you know, just, you know, deal with whatever you have to do. There's no pressure. We'll just wait for you to sort things out and whatever works, you know. And she went off into the bathroom and we could hear her having a conversation with him. And she came out and she was visibly upset. Mm. And she said, look, guys, I'm really sorry about this, but he's not happy so we're not going to go any further because you know he's not happy and I'm really happy and I would love to and I'm really horny but you know I don't want to do this because he doesn't want to do this yeah I don't want to upset him kind of yeah Mm. and he's getting really kind of jealous um and all the rest of it and we felt very deflated obviously yeah but Um, we felt really bad for her like you know we were very kind of upset for her you know she was kind of crying at one point and she was nearly crying she was visibly upset she was really upset and she she felt that maybe uh, she had upset the boyfriend in Mm. some way and from where we were sitting it looked very obvious that the boyfriend was completely controlling and manipulating her yeah yeah. um but it wasn't our position to say that you know um i mean and and we really liked her and she was such a sound person and we just felt very kind of caring and wanted to and we spent a a good bit of time you know comforting her and just saying look and just chatting we didn't just get up and leave and say right okay that's it it's going to be okay and don't worry about it and you know um, you know you're such a lovely person and all the rest of it so we spent a good bit of time you know trying to make her feel better about it and that we didn't mind at all you know it mm. was our first experience and it was no big deal you know um, so and, and it wasn't honestly we went home and we had great sex ourselves yeah, um, yeah. but it, it, it just it was as our first experience it was kind of 
a bit of a disappointment a lot of a disappointment yeah yeah and you know lots of people have in their profile uh, no drama please and this was our experience our first experience of what you know drama is and you know when people have those kinds of you know problems but at the same time you know I think you need to be aware that you know people come to this with different you know personal situations and that's not their fault and it's caring to you know help them through it if, if you're in that situation and just figure out if there's anything you can do to comfort them I suppose. No I guess you're a lot more understanding about this than I am but for me if she had been honest with us from the very beginning and mm. said look you know the boyfriend wants to be involved he is a voyeur um, we might record it or he might be on the phone the whole time then I think it wouldn't have been such a shock or such a surprise for us. Yeah. Um, and I think just having that communication with people from the very beginning. And again, you know, we didn't ask because, I mean, you don't normally expect to be recorded. You don't normally expect to have somebody on the phone continuously to somebody else while you're having sex with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously we weren't going to ask that. But I think in terms of, you know, getting a good threesome, no more than any kind of situation, you really need to have the communication there. And and this wasn't her first meet either. You know, she'd had other meets, you know, so it's not she as had, if she, yeah. she was a newbie, you know. But no. anyway. So anyway. that was that. And, and it ended up kind of, we still kept in touch with her afterwards mm. for a while. But um, yeah, we felt very sorry for her. And it wasn't, she didn't stay on the, the website for too long. So I'm not sure, did they split up or what happened? But, but hopefully she's doing well. and Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because we were very concerned about her situation. Um, so that was that and then after that we didn't um, we didn't have uh, a chance for an FFM again for quite a while yeah um, until very very recently mm. when we've very recently had another one which was extremely good yeah that was excellent pretty I, fucking fantastic actually yeah. <laughs> as we're about to tell you um, it was somebody not on the swinging website uh, because we have all the profiles on dating websites and you know very often if, if you go into some of these dating websites you can see that couples have profiles up mm. as well so we don't u- just use fab swingers we use different um, dating websites as well yeah. And, and we're up there as individuals, not as a couple. Yeah, we have we have mm. individual profiles as well. So you swiped right with this woman. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we met um, for a coffee and um, it kind of it progressed really very rapidly, which is one of the fun things about the lifestyle is that things can be completely unexpected. And, you know, if you click with the right person, then um, and they're comfortable with it, then it can it can work out very, very quickly. So. I met her for a coffee and we had a quick kind of, you know, chat. It got on really well and the flirting um, became more and more um, as the coffee went on. And, and obviously we have it on our profiles that we are in an open relationship, not yeah. an monogamous relationship. <laughs> so she was very curious about that, wasn't she? Yeah. So I guess my experience of being on these kind of dating kind of platforms as well is that number one you know I'm always very honest and open about the situation I'm in I never try and hide it or or pretend that it's anything other than that but typically I find that it's women that are not from Ireland that are most comfortable with the open relationship thing it's just an interesting thing about it seems my experience anyway with Irish women is that they're not really comfortable with that at all. That's interesting, isn't and it? The most success I've had have been with women who are from either Brazil or Eastern Europe or Mexico or, or you know, yeah. other places like that where when I tell them they go, Okay, that's cool, I've got friends who are in an open relationship mm-hmm. and, and then it's either 
you know, it's not what I'm looking for, good luck, or, um, yeah, I'd like to explore that, you know. And with this this woman, we'll call her Roxy, she, she was definitely interested in mm. exploring that and in exploring both of us. Yeah. She asked very early on to see a picture, didn't she? Yeah, so when I met her, we kind of had a coffee and then we went for, a, you know, a little walk. You know, she's in the fashion in- industry. She's very glamorous. Um I don't I don't have a type, but certainly she would never have been someone that I, w- I would normally have been attracted to. But I really was. And it was her confidence, I suppose, and very outgoing kind of personality. Um, and yeah, I talked a lot about, you know, our, our relationship and um, how we got into it and so on. And she was really attracted by that. And she thought it was sounded really cool. And um, afterwards, I spoke to you about it, Mia, and you were happy for me to send her a picture of you absolutely and um she also was happy for so roxy was happy for me to show me a picture of her too and um i think you know from talking to her afterwards she really liked that kind of openness and equality in it really that she everyone did. was happy that they were sharing kind of who we are and this is what we're about yeah, and she know? liked the fact that you asked my permission and that you asked her permission yeah and that you didn't go on a solo run or you weren't trying to orchestrate anything that yeah. I think she kind of took the lead in this she mm-hmm. was the one who asked to see the picture and she she liked the fact that you respected her feelings and also mine yeah yeah so I mean sometimes you know we've both done things individually but other times I feel instinctively that this could be a good thing for us both and very quickly I felt that she, she could be a good thing for us both mm-hmm. and certainly when I sent her your picture um she just messaged back going oh my god she's so gorgeous and i just like well yeah of course she's gorgeous she's she's mia she's the sexiest woman in ireland so so yeah we on that we we suggested you know if she was free within a few days if she was interested in a date Mm. uh, just a drink a few cocktails and just to see how we all got on so we arranged it and within basically it was it was very spur of the moment yeah so basically one afternoon i was we were in the kitchen i was uh, messaging her and then she said you know are you free to meet sometime and she said that she was free that evening so i said to me are we doing anything tonight and it was like no probably not it's either netflix and pizza or we go out and meet a unicorn so the unicorn pretty much won hands down Mm. so yeah it was organized very very quickly spur of the moment and, and we, we, we got in. there we got to the bar before her and she came in and she oh my god she is gorgeous she's uh, so glamorous you know she would be working in the fashion industry she's 30 years old blonde bombshell very pretty uh, very confident what I really liked about her was I thought you know she's she's very confident she's very chatty very open-minded mm. um she certainly wasn't naive in any way shape or form no and and when we were telling her about our relationship she was always asking really perceptive questions Mm. um so she'd obviously she obviously had an idea as to how it would work and she was very you know careful to say to us if at any time you're not comfortable then tell me and we'll stop and i was like wow for someone who hasn't any experience in this you really know Mm. the right questions to ask and as well as that and i did say this to her at first when i said thanks for coming to meet us because for a single woman coming to meet a couple in a bar, a couple who she hasn't, she met you before, but she yeah. hadn't met me. It must be intimidating. It would be intimidating, I think, for any woman coming to meet a couple in those circumstances. So, you know, I was really impressed by how confident she was. Um, 
No, we were in a public bar and nothing was going to happen. But at the same time, it is intimidating for a man or a woman, I think, to come to meet a couple mm. in those circumstances. And she had no experience before. She never had a threesome. Um, um, so, you know, dating a couple was a completely new thing for her. But she, she was bisexual and she was very open with us about her bisexuality. Mm. And she said all her friends know she dates women and she dates men as well. So and she very early on started flirting outrageously with me. Yeah. So I, I was kind of a little bit nervous going into it because I really didn't know how you would find her. You know, um, it's really hard to know to predict how your partner is going to find someone else you know mm. I wasn't even you know I was surprised at myself I found her so attractive because I didn't think that she was my type but she was and so I wasn't really sure how, how you would react to her at all you know but obviously as the first drink went down you know the two of you got on like a house on fire you know we had a kind of a, a round table with kind of stools and the two of you were sitting beside each other and I was just watching you and so happy because it was so obvious that um, the two of you were developing amazing chemistry. And she was constantly touching me on the arm or on my back or, you know, she'd lo lean over and laugh and then kind of touch her, mm. her leg to mine. And, you know, at one stage then she said to me, do you mind me touching you? Just say if you don't. Mm. And I said, no, it's fine. Mm. <laughs> and I suppose that flirting with a woman is very different um, to flirting with a man. I know instinctively how to flirt with a man. Mm. Flirting with a woman is very different. And I was flattered as well because, you know, this woman is 30 years old. She's gorgeous. She's so attractive. Um, and she was very focused on me. And she kept saying, wow, you, you're so amazing. You're gorgeous mm. looking, you know, and it's it's very attractive, um, of course, to be found attractive. But I think by another woman, it's different. Uh, when a guy would say that to me, I'd kind of laugh it off thinking he just wants one thing. Yeah, yeah. And Which of course, they usually do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but when a woman says that to you, you kind of take it more to heart. So from there, we, we had a few cocktails and we were getting on like a house on fire. Mm. And she was wearing a gorgeous, long silk dress, beautiful dress clinging to her figure. Um, which had two splits up the sides. It was mm. really, really lovely, really sexy dress. And she had bare legs uh, underneath. And she was rubbing her knee against mine mm. and um, she was rubbing her other knee against you on the other side. Yeah. And, you know, she was touching us both uh, flirting. We were flirting madly at this stage. And she I can't remember how she she said something to me about how she would love to kiss me. Mm. And I laughed and I said, I'd love to kiss you, too. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, can I kiss you? And it was a busy enough bar it was a pretty big bar yeah and, and the table that we had was very close to the center of it right beside the main bar where there was people coming going the whole time mm. so i was obviously like you know go for it and i just said yeah sure mm -hmm. and she said are you sure and i said yeah and i just took a chance you know the thrill uh i suppose of doing something i'm i'm an exhibitionist anyway mm. um so i love putting a show on but um, yeah, so she leaned over in this bar at this table and gave me a full on French kiss. Oh, yeah. There was sexy kind of snogs sucking in tongues and lips. And it, it, it went on for, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds easily. I wasn't timing it, obviously, but, you know, it's yeah. it was it was pretty sexy. It was fun because 
I was aware, obviously, that I was in a bar. I was busy. There might be people looking at us, and that just turned me on even mm. more. And she's a lovely kisser. Yeah, very very nice. Um, yeah. So it was it was hot. So by then, we knew we all clicked. Yeah. In a big way. And very early on, she said, "You know, I'm very comfortable with you too. Um, you know, I'd really like to, um, I'd really like to have a threesome with you." Well, at this stage, you know, we both said, look, there's no pressure. We, we're quite happy to wait. We can do another date and have dinner beforehand and, you know, just get a bit more relaxed. And we didn't want to pressurize her and we didn't want to feel under pressure ourselves either. No. Um, but she, by the end of the night, by the time we were kissing full on in the bar, the two, <laughs> the two of us were just like, ah, let's go. And Forever. she said, my place is just around the corner. Why don't mm. you just come around the corner to my place? Yeah. And we we did stop at the stage and said to her, look, there is no pressure. We can wait. We can wait until next weekend, get a hotel room. Yeah. And you can back down. You can change your mind or we can change your mind. Now, we both knew that we didn't want to change our minds. No, not at all. Um, but we just wanted to make sure that she was in control, that she felt that she was in control of the, of the situation. Mm, but she very much wanted... But, yeah as we found out she was really quite dominant and led the way you know through a lot of the different kind of you know scenarios and um she um at the end of the drinks she'd grabbed my hand and yours and was rubbing it up and down her leg yeah and at that point i had a huge hard on in my trousers and i just had to get up and put my coat over it to hide it and go and pay the bill so that we could leave before we were thrown out basically yeah we didn't want to complete to make it a complete sex show at the stage yeah yeah so yeah so we uh we went to her place uh which wasn't far got up to her room and she and i basically ripped the clothes off each other mm. um got down to our knickers and bras very quickly um uh, kissing and sucking and feeling and um she took my bra off and i took hers she had a beautiful lacy bra on and we we got down on the bed and at this stage you just let us yeah kind of lead the way yeah so there was you know she 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 told me before how bisexual she was and she actually had a girlfriend for 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 a little while so she was very bisexual and there was such amazing chemistry um i just was so happy just to see the two of you um just exploring that together she she was wearing amazing knickers as well yeah and she she had a great body beautiful skin she had quite a few tattoos and she had a nipple bar Mm. Uh, which is piercing kind of through the nipple with a little bar through it, which I loved. Yeah, and it was normally, so sexy. Yeah. I've never I've seen them, but I've never experienced a nipple bar before. And I just I loved the feeling of it in my mouth. She mm. had gorgeous boobs. She had beautiful breasts, not too big, yeah. not too small, um, quite perky. And the the nipple bar was just lovely. I just loved it. So she was she was all over me. <laughs> Basically, yeah. she had me on my back, and she went down on me um she she was so horny she was so turned on she was yeah she was so wet i remember at one stage you know i just touched her pussy and it was just dripping and i i just said to her wow you're so wet and she said i've been so horny for ages mm. i've been so horny all night and um i i found it so attractive i i found it gorgeous that she was so, already so wet you yeah. know just from having been in the bar with us and yeah she finger fucked me she went down on me and um, she made me come very quickly, mm. uh, which isn't surprising. I usually do. Yeah. And then um, I did the same to her. And then we started including you at the stage. You had taken your clothes off. Yeah. So I was 
you know, lying in the bed, I, you know, stripped off and just watching the show. It was so, it was so hot. Yeah, so I, I got, I got more and more involved as the thing kind of uh, progressed. And we were having three way kiss again. Yeah. And we, we both went down at you on you at one stage. We were sharing your cock. Mm. And you were lying down on the bed and we were both kind of taking turns to suck your cock and, and kiss each other. Yeah. And in between kisses, then we would suck your cock as well. Yeah. There's no finer pleasure in life than as a guy to be stretched out in the bed, arms behind your head and just watch two sexy women sucking on your cock. Just knowing that you can choose either one of them just to pull them up and sink your cock into them and <laughs> start kissing the other one and then swap around, you know, it's, it's pretty class. Yeah. So we had a lot of fun doing that. And... Uh, again, she was what really struck me about Roxy was that she was very dominant with me, mm, she um, was. and she she put me where she wanted me, and I had never had this experience before of being dominated by a woman. Now I do like to be dominated in bed anyway, but she was so dominant with me, and she finger fucked me really hard when she was when she had me on the bed. She had my her hand on my throat. Mm. Um, and before she did anything, she always said to me, is this OK? Yeah. You know, and, and I would say, yeah, yeah, it's great. And, and she, then she would, you know, go full on. Yeah. And yeah. And she kind of she spanked me, smacked your face a couple she of times, my face a few times. Yeah. So it was that was really hot. And then what added to it was that she liked me to dominate her. So her thing was like I went down on her a couple of times, but she told me to stop. And she said, look, I just like to be fucked hard. Mm. So just go behind me. Fuck me really hard. And um, you were standing up at one stage. She was kneeling with mm. with her ass to you. Um, you were fucking her. She was holding me down mm. um, finger fucking me. And she had her hand on my throat at the same yeah, time. Yeah. And, and, and I could the two feel of you her were just coming. And it was just the sexiest, <laughs> the sexiest fucking thing. Wow. Yeah, it was. It was really amazing. So. Yeah, it it went on for quite a yeah. while. There was one stage as well. This was another detail. <laughs> and she was kind of on top of you. She wasn't sitting on your cock. Mm. No, obviously. She was um just kind of sitting above you a little bit. So I went behind her and I knelt. So uh, I could see your cock, your balls and her pussy. And I held your cock, which was really hard. And, you know, we were all so wet by the stage. Um, so even though you had a condom on, it was it was everything was very lubed up mm. kind of. And I started rubbing your cock on her clit. Yeah. Um, and I spread her legs apart so I could see better. And it, it was it was so sexy. I loved it. I loved being in control of your cock and her pleasure. Yeah. And I could see that by rubbing your cock on her clit, it was getting her really, really. It was she was getting wilder and wilder. Yeah. So she, she was kissing me at this point and she was just saying to me, oh, my God, she is so good. She's so amazing at this. And and I was teasing both of you because I was I was using your cock to tease her and at the same time using her pussy to tease mm. you. And we were both grinding into each other, just trying to get my cock inside her. Mm. And mm. I, I wouldn't let I wouldn't let that happen. Mm. So it was kind of driving you both and towards we the edge. We were both fucking frantic at the end to start <laughs> fucking Christ. Um, so and then when you did, obviously, I was holding your cock. I was holding your balls and I was holding your ass. And it was I got a great sight of the whole thing. Yeah, I was slamming into her after that. Yeah. It was it was so good. But basically, you know, we all ended up amazingly well satisfied. Um, now, the bed was worse for the wear. Uh, yeah, she'd never squirted before. 
so you squirted first and she thought it was amazingly sexy and then she made me squirt and then I, I was finger fucking her and you know f- finger fucking her pretty hard and she just got really really wet and squirted and she kind of jumped up and said Jesus what happened and she'd never done that before no. and, but she I, you know she took a little bit of chatting to her about what happened and what it was yeah, and because yeah. she'd seen you squirt and yeah and she thought it was amazingly sexy you know yeah and she said she'd always love to be able to do that. And then when, she, when it did happen to her, I guess when that happens for me, when I squirt, it's usually when I'm very relaxed mm. and I've been, I'm super turned on and I've already had a few orgasms. Yeah. So it wouldn't happen with the first couple of orgasms, but I, I do orgasm quite a lot. So it's after, I think everything, all the muscles relax. And now I know some people say it's peeing or whatever, but it's not, it feels different. And I know from what, People tell me what some guys have said. It tastes different or it smells different or mm. whatever. I don't know. But um, it does. It, it is definitely a different feeling to other orgasms. And it's not like it heightens the orgasm anymore. No, no. I, for me, it, it's just different. It's not better or worse. It's just a different type. Yeah, because some guys, when they make a woman squirt, think, Jesus, I'm the best at sex ever. And yeah. I'm fantastic. No, but I it's don't not think, really that, is no, it? No, it's not. It doesn't, yeah. as a woman, it doesn't make me feel that it's a better orgasm. Yeah. It's just a different sensation. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, that happened to Roxy, and she was she was quite chuffed at the end. But she did say at the end, um, of the whole session, um, that it was one of the most amazing sex experiences that she'd ever had. Yeah, and and in fairness for us too, it was, it was pretty good. It was it, it was, was up there with the best. Yeah, it it really was. It was fantastic. And so you know, we at the end of it, we all kind of cleaned up and got dressed and it was quite late at the stage so we had to go and you know we made sure that she was okay and she was happy and everything and she was in her robe and she was all ready to get tucked up into bed and <laughs> go to sleep um and we were still on a high yeah and starving as well so of course we had to get chips yeah absolutely and a burger too <laughs> well I, you got the burger i, I added a burger in, into this um, one but yeah. yeah we were starving we had chips and we had the the post-mortem afterwards which i love it's the Oh my God, my legs are shaking. Yeah. Um, my hair is a mess. I looked like I'd been dragged through a hedge backwards. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's a great feeling. It really is. You get such a high afterwards. Yeah, you do. And for us, I suppose the main thing is that we do all the talking and the bonding afterwards, and then the sex afterwards as well. For us, is great. Um, although after that we were so tired and we were so spent you mm. know we just basically when we came home fell into bed and slept it was pretty late when we when we finally got yeah, back yeah we were so tired physically mm. <laughs> um, so yeah so they were both of our FFM experiences yeah very unexpected both of them um, but we learned a lot you know from the first one and I think probably the second one went really well because of maybe what we've picked up along the way just being very respectful and very kind of you know sensitive to the other person's feelings and how they're getting on and vibes from them and letting them kind of lead the way absolutely a lot of the way you know Mm. um i think particularly when there's another woman concerned i know myself personally from some friends i have in the lifestyle who are single women um who play with couples what they say is they sometimes can feel used as a sex object or a sex Mm. toy Mm. in the couple's relationship um so I've always been aware when we meet a woman that we're very careful not to treat her like that, just that she is an individual and that she is there for her own pleasure as much as ours. And she's not our sex toy kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
And I think she certainly felt that. And she felt that um, she had a kind of a, a chemistry and an attraction with her separately. Yeah. Um, as, as well as a couple, you know, which was really nice. Yeah. So it was an amazing experience. Um, so both of them were very interesting experiences, obviously. The first one, I wouldn't call it a disaster. It was just a learning experience for us. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, and the second one was absolutely amazing. So I suppose, yeah, we're obviously going to continue in our ways and we're still going to, you know, look for other unicorns and everything. And I think she's had her eyes open, she said, to this kind of lifestyle. Um, she, I don't think she was ever vanilla. She was always very kinky, you mm-hmm. know. She was interested in kind of BDSM and she's interested in bondage and she was certainly very dominant with me. Yeah. So I don't think she was ever going to be the going down the normal vanilla route anyway. But uh, we've certainly opened her eyes. I hope we haven't corrupted her too much. Yeah. No, I think she was quite open to being corrupted though as well. She um, she took to it like a duck to water. Yeah, and, she really um, did. She was great. Um. So yeah. So that's the end of our podcast. This is episode five, and in episode six, what we're going to talk about is how we set out our own kind of individual profiles and how we decided to go towards individual dating or seeing other people separately. Mm. Um, and we can talk about our experiences, how you went and played with um, a couple. Um, I haven't played with any couples, but um, how I met, you know, people yeah. separately and how we talked about it and how we communicated about that and what went wrong and what went right. Yeah, because it's 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 a very challenging thing when you know when when you go play separately you know it's um you know makes that kind of you know trust and communication thing you know even more important um and it's something that we've explored a lot so you know we we've been talking about our first experiences and lots of different things so our first experiences going solo um will be hopefully pretty interesting and useful for other people to hear our experiences and what we've learned from it yeah so tune in to us for episode six episode six wow that's yeah amazing, isn't i it? know so in the meantime if you want to get in touch with us um we have a profile on fabswingers.com um it's called room for more podcast and we're on instagram um we're on uh twitter as room for more one and also uh, we're available soundcloud spotify and itunes and itunes yeah so and you can email us. Some people uh, prefer writing emails. So we're the room for more podcast at gmail.com. So get in touch with us and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.